Listen to this. Zakawani, the flying winger. Here's Brad Evans. It's Steve. It's Steve. Who is it? It's Brad Evans. <laughs> Happy days are here again. Turning with a drive. It's Steve Zakawani. Evans with the left foot. He's an attacking threat, Brad Evans. This is so weird. The party has started. Hey, what's up everyone? Steve Zakwani here. Welcome to another episode of Side by Side. And this one coming to you live, not live, but on location from Los Angeles. I'm down here with the Sounders who in a few hours will be locking horns with the LA Galaxy, who is a rival. I, mean, I know it hasn't been the best rivalry in recent years just because, you know, the Galaxy haven't been who they once were. But this always feels like a big game for me. And um, when I played, you know, back then... The Galaxy was always one of the big powerhouses and they haven't been what they've quite been, but it always feels good to have a chance to knock the Galaxy off a little bit. And so the Sounders will have that chance in just a few hours here. We'll be talking about that game, previewing it. But before we go forward, let's go back really quickly. And this will be a really quick podcast just to give you a little fix, where your appetite before the two teams lock horns today. Um, the Sounders coming off a very impressive win. Oh, and by the way, Brad Evans is not here. Alaska. Brad is in Alaska, I think. Alaska, I think. Um, trip. Doing what Brad does. Yeah, Brad is in Alaska for work. And so it's just me, just me today. So we'll be, we'll be nice and short in and out. Um, what a win last weekend. Um, I think the first two games of the season got us all excited, as they should. The win against Colorado, against Salt Lake. The football was flowing. The ball was rolling. It just looked tremendous, really, really good. And then a little bit of a downer, a little bit of a downer. Going to Cincinnati and not really troubling FC Cincinnati, losing that game, which we all know in MLS you'll get those kinds of games and you'll lose, we accepted it. I think what made it a bit more difficult was then the tie at home to LAFC, drawing that game um, that could have been lost with the chances they had towards the end. I think it got us a little bit nervous. Um, Hebert, who made a great start to the season, got injured. Raul didn't quite look himself, so questions began to be asked. It's two games without a goal, and the Sounders answered in terrific fashion down a sport in Kansas City. Probably a team that, outside of Portland, a lot of Sounders fans love to beat just as much as anybody. I think LAFC's up there, Galaxy's up there. Sporting's pretty high up um, because of Peter Vermees and some of the history we've had with them. And we went down there to... What's the name of the same? Children's Mercy Park. Children's Mercy Park it is. And all these names keep changing every season. Um, and the Sounders demolished them. So four goals for Jordan Morris. Four assists for Leo Chu. Um, three assists and one MLS slash hockey assist. But we'll give him the four. And it just was really good. Going into the game, didn't know what quite to expect. Um, how would Sporting Kansas City line up? And the most impressive thing about this win for me was the Sounders fell behind. It was not a good start. And I've seen so many games in MLS where your game plan goes out the window. The first five minutes, you concede a goal and it's a wrap. And then the home team gets momentum. The fans are behind them. One becomes two, two becomes three. You take out Ladero, you take out Joe Paulo. You say, okay, guys, we're going to wrap you up in cotton wool. You'll be back at it next week. This one is a wash. And that never happened. The Sounders responded in emphatic fashion. I don't know how many touches Jordan Morris had, but he did... The best impression you can do of a true number nine. For someone who's had to play as a winger for the majority of his career here. Someone who's been trained to think 
you know, assist first or cross first or, you know, dribble down the outside and get the ball into the box to now have to switch in one game and be the one at the end of the crosses. He did tremendous. I mean, he's running up in behind was fantastic. I mean, he's off the ball movement. And of course, he was clinical. Every goal is a goal that we've seen Raul score, like a, inside the box, inside the box. And that's huge for Jordan Morris because as he gets older, we're not there yet, I'm projecting three, four years, five years down the line, and he starts to lose a step or two, he will at some point have to reinvent himself. Everybody from Cristiano Ronaldo down, Messi down, has to reinvent themselves as they get older. You know, Ronaldo went from a flying winger to a number nine that was scoring the goals in the box. Messi went from a flying winger to a number 10 to a number nine. Now he's like an attacking mid and now he's just Messi. I understand that. But Jordan will have to adjust as well. And him showing that I can play as a nine inside the box, be clinical, that can only do good things for him here at the Sounders where we hope he stays and finishes his career. But also with the national team because I still think he has a, a, a lot to say um, for his national team career. So, I thought the goals were fantastic. The response was great. Um, Leo Chu, a word about him. You know, the, the jury's been out, rightly so. There's a lot of investment into the kid. But in every conversation with Brian Schmetzer, this season at least, he's felt really good about Leo Chu. Really good. Just saying, look, it happened with Nuhu. They're not the same, but we've seen it similar before, where it just clicks. At some point, it will just click. The off-the-field life gets settled. I think Lil True got married in the off-season. I think he got a chance to see his mother when the team went down to Morocco. And he just seems a bit more settled off the pitch. He's got good people around him. You know, Joao Paulo being Brazilian. Hebert coming in. Montero speaking Portuguese as well. Um, I think it's really helped him. And he looked hungry. He looked really, really hungry and ready to go. And so I think him getting that first assist, that first one, just gave him confidence. And when I saw the matchup with Graham Zussi, and Zussi, you know, said, a lot of respect for Graham Zussi, what he's done. I was drafted in the same draft as Graham Zussi way back then, and he's still playing, still going strong. All the respect, but he's a lot of things. He's not quick. And I said it on the air last weekend. If I'm Leo True, um, listen, man, 1v1, every chance I get, I am running at this guy. Leo True is a young man. At times, it can be a young man's game. Went to a lot of space opening up, and he really took it to Zeus. He really did. He really did, and was effective. The connection with Jordan Morris was great. So the Sounders got a well-deserved win. It answered a lot of questions. I think we know now that defensively we're going to be formidable. Won't concede much at all. I think that's only the second goal conceded that season. Maybe three goals. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me. Conceded two goals all season. And the Sounders have um, through the first few games here scoring a ton. I mean, it's four goals, you know, um, on the road. It's not easy to do. With that said, I actually thought, if I take a big step back, until he got his fourth goal, which then I couldn't argue, the man of the match was actually Joao Paulo because he, he was immense. Joao Paulo, that game, it, it was, yes, he did it in the opener against um, the Rapids. I think we saw, wow, we missed this guy. This is how good he is. That's what we've been missing. And then to see him away from home, in an environment like that, Kansas City is not a team that you look at the record. Peter Vermees, Sporting KC, on any given day at home, can beat anybody in this league. And Joe Parler went there and he ran the show. Ran the show. The Sounders do not win that game without him. The amount of balls he recovered, the high pressing, counter pressing, when he won the ball, how his ball retention was, how he kept the possession. He always kept the moves going. He controlled the tempo. He decided, we're going to play quickly now. Okay, we're going to slow it down. We're going to manage the game. You cannot replicate that outside of him. And you've seen why he's so important. And he unlocks, you know, the Rusnaks and the Laderos and the Morrises and the Rodans. 
he unlocks them a lot for Christian Rodan did a great job as well as a right back um, he can play anywhere on the pitch at this point um, but Joao Paulo really stood out for me and I think that was the exclamation point on such a fantastic win a really really massive win um, for the Seattle Sounders and it sets them up for today what to expect from the Galaxy it's so tough to say we're talking about a team now the LA Galaxy who it's fair to say in the kindest way are a shadow of their former self it's just not quite the same this was a team that has had some of the biggest stars to ever come to MLS I mean David Beckham um, Robbie Keane Zlatan who's been here they've bought Giovanni De Santos let's not forget that he was here at one point Ashley Cole has played here before um, Landon Donovan of course has been there these were always 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 a team with top top players and they still do Chicharito is a top player but you just wonder with the way they've been playing the results they've been getting it just hasn't quite clicked again you think at some point it probably will because Greg Vanny's a very good coach and he maybe is the guy that's going to help them figure it out. But, 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 you hope that's, that day is not today. You hope it's not today. Um, for the Galaxy, they do not like Jordan Morris. And Jordan Morris being in the confidence that he's been in, I think he's got, I mean, six, seven, eight career goals against these guys. Um, yeah, he has seven career goals against these guys. There's a famous goal he scored, you know, I think, in a Pacific Blue uniform, if it was actually called Pacific Blue. I think it was um, with the outside of four. He ran past Daniel Steris, and it just it, it was exceptional from, from, from Jordan. And with the kind of mood he was in last weekend, this weekend, big pitch. I always loved playing here. It was always a big pitch, lots of space. The Galaxy always give you room. You can run all night here. The air's good. I mean, it, it, it's just... Um, it's well set up for Jordan to, I'm not saying four goals, but to follow up with another good performance. I just don't see how the Galaxy stop him. Um, through four games, they've won none. They've won no games. They've only lost one, so we'll give them that. They've tied three of them, but they've only scored two goals and conceded four as of now. So, probably the best time to come and play the Galaxy when you're coming off the kind of win the Sounders came off and they're in the kind of form that they're in. It's probably not going to be a better time to come down um, to Southern California and face the LA Galaxy. Their results so far, so a 3-1 defeat away to Dallas. They went to Kansas as well. They drew 0-0. They drew here at home against Vancouver 1-1. And they went to Portland and drew 0-0. So it's not an easy opening at, by any stretch of the imagination. It's not easy. Um, and only one home game during that time. So this has not been an easy um, um, opening schedule for the Galaxy. But... In two of the games, they failed to score. And in the other ones, they have scored. They've only scored one goal. With the Sounders' back line being what it is, the way they've been defending, the way they've been playing, it's tough. It's tough to see the Galaxy scoring more than one. Yes, at any given moment, they can get a spark and create a goal. I mean, they've got some very good players. Some very good players. The Sounders just are the stronger team right now. And this is one of those games where... If you are better, then just be better. It will come down to execution. Um, you know exactly what the Sounders want to do. They're going to try to play through Joao Paulo, try to find Nico in little pockets of space in passing lanes. Nico's then going to turn around and try to release um, the guys in front of him. And then it's now it's up to that point. Once you get the ball there in that final third, can you execute? Last weekend, the Sounders executed tremendously, tremendously. Every time they got 1v1, you had a feeling, you got a sense they were about to score. You need that kind of repeat um, um, performance today. That, that, that there's, and if you get that, the execution is clinical in the final third. The Sounders can score two or three. Make no mistake about that. They can really 
take this game to the Galaxy and put this defence to the sword, they can score two or three goals. There's no doubt in my mind, but it will come down to execution. You know what you need to do. Can you still do it? Can you stack good games together? You did it in the opening two games. Then we had two okay-ish games. Now last week, probably the best game so far this season. Can you do another one? And then another one, another one. That's how you start to build momentum in this league. That's how you start to build runs. And three points in April counts the same as three points in September. Get them on the board. I've always been a big fan of just getting them on the board. Don't say, we'll make a run in the summer. We'll see where we're at. We'll make a signing. No. When you have a chance to get the points on the board, get them on the board. And tonight will be a massive chance for the Sounders to get three more points. I think Jordan's off to seven goals in five games. Um, absurd. These are Erling Haaland numbers. That's what we're talking about at this point. It, it's absurd. An absurd start. So the Sounders, well positioned to go and beat the Galaxy. Um, a quick word about Schmetz, because I did see a stat come across that he's on the cusp of winning his 100th um, MLS regular season game. And it'll be just the 13th coach to do it. But what's most impressive is that Brian Schmetzer, He's averaged 1.64 points per game in his career. That'd be the best mark by a coach when they hit their 100th career win. Put some respect on Schmidt's name. Like, honestly. Like, we do not give this guy enough credit. We do not. And it, it's his fault. I've told him this. He downplays it too much. He deflects the attention. It's my assistants. It's the players. Which is true. But it's also you, Schmetz. And I say congrats to Brian Schmetzer. Not just for today. Um, if he gets the win, but whenever that 100th win comes and to do it with the best points per game when you get to your 100th win with some of the coaches we've had in this league, you know, from Bruce Arena to Bob Bradley, who've been around, the great um, Ziggy Schmidt that we know so well, um, to outdo all of them, um, and especially the time when he took over, the team was not in a good place. It, it, it's exceptional. And the fact that there's still are question marks, especially around the league of, can you do it outside of Seattle? Is he really a good coach? Let's put some respect on Brian Schmitz's name. And we're hoping it'll be today. What a place to make such a historic feat um, um, here in LA. It, it, that'd be fantastic if we could do it. So, the Sounders, Galaxy, Lock and Horns. My thoughts on how the game will go. I think the Sounders will control the game. I don't think we're going to see a game where the Sounders come back and sit back. I think they got a good taste of what they could do on the road when they went to sport in Kansas City. That MO, that mindset will still be there for the team. Control doesn't mean dominate possession necessarily. It means just be clean when you do have the ball. Um, when you do have it, dictate the pace of the game. That's where you know certain players become very key, the central midfielders, JP. Um, can you control the pace of the game? Can you go side to side quickly to shift their back line? And when the gaps open up, is that when we can get our runners going? The Jordan Morrises, that's what you're trying to, to, to create for the Sounders today. You're trying to find moments to unbalance the galaxy by playing left to right, left to right. When the gaps open up, then you play forward through the gaps, find equal to feet, find Jordan in space, and then you're off to the races. And as I said earlier, it's about being clinical. If they can be clinical, the Sounders, as they were last week, I just don't see the galaxy scoring multiple goals. I just don't see it. I can see galaxy scoring maybe one. If the Sounders are clinical, they'll score two or three. And so I'm clearly heading towards a three points Sounders victory. We'll see how it goes. It's MLS. I know. I've been around it a long time. We could lose 5-0. I know it. Anything can happen. But just judging with where the team is, the confidence riding from that Sporting Kansas City victory, um, it's hard to see anything but the outcome that we're all sort of envisioning here. So we'll see how it goes. 
We'll see how it goes. I do not actually know the lineup yet. Normally I would, but I purposely don't know it yet. So I'm not giving anything away because I feel like I would have given something away. Um, I don't know the lineup yet. I'm going to go and find out the lineup. Yeah, I know the lineup and that's why I didn't tell you, Steve. <laughs> I didn't want you to blow it. <laughs> I've not given the lineup away because I would. So I'm going to go find out the lineup right after this call, um, right after this podcast, sorry, and find out what the lineup is. But I think regardless of the sound is put out there, we know the main guys will be out there. Um, it, it's poised for a victory. So we'll see how it goes. Put all the respect on the Galaxy that you can, but these two teams have, in the last few years, in my opinion, have been going in different directions. The Sounders have maintained that gold standard and sort of kept in touch with some of these new boys that have come into MLS and and up the bar in a lot of ways. The Galaxy have not. Um, at some point, you have to think the Galaxy will figure it out. They will turn it around. We just hope that day is not today. Enjoy the game. We'll be on the radio on... I can give it, yep. Hi guys, I'm here too. Yeah. <laughs> um, hello from Los Angeles. Um, we are going to be on Fox as well as in front of the paywall on Apple TV, so free to watch. And we will also be on the iHeartRadio app, which is, if you use the Sounders FC app, you can very easily connect to it that way. Yeah. Steve, before we leave, yeah. um, it is a holiday today. It is. It is April 1st. It is April Fool's Day. <laughs> it is, yes. And courtesy of Taylor Graham, I got a couple of interesting oh, pictures of Oh, my you God. I'm going to tell this story again. Oh, man. From a uh, certain April Fool's. Um, you want to take me through this? And I'll have our social team share this picture. I will tell this. So, my rookie year. My rookie year. I arrived in Seattle. And you know, there was a bunch of things happening. You were getting requests for you know media things and nothing out of the ordinary. And one day, there was a little envelope in my locker, I think it was. And it was myself and Evan Brown. Who I just got drafted from Wake Forest, and it was for an appearance at Pike Place Market, and it was a photo shoot. We were gonna go down to Pike Place Market in the Xbox 360 rave green jerseys and just do a nice photo shoot as as the people are walking by and stuff. And we were the Sounders, we were new, and we had to get our name out there. We drove down there. It was a rainy day. Um, it was rainy. I remember that day in Seattle was a bit slick, um, not too bad. Myself and Evan Brown got down there. And then things got weird. That's when it got weird. So I was dressed in my jersey. I'm talking shorts, socks, and the top, the shirt. And so was Evan Brown. And we start doing the photo shoot. First, we do a few poses. Nothing got the ordinary. And then they tell us, hey, you know, why don't you hold a vegetable? Why don't you hold this? Start giving us items to hold, food items to hold. And why don't you balance a ball of lettuce like you'd balance a soccer ball or something and, you know, put your arms out like in Kung Fu style and take your socks off, do it barefoot. And it started to get weird. They told Evan Brown, take your shirt off. And we basically began to strip from our jerseys, doing weird kind of photos with food, different poses. The crowd got bigger and bigger. And I'm like, this is feeling a bit weird. This doesn't seem right. Like, what's the purpose of this shoot? Where is this going to? Who is this for? I start to ask questions. Still did the shoot. I'm a rookie. I can't talk. I did the weirdest photo shoot. So I remember balancing, you know, lettuce on my foot. I remember holding all different kinds of vegetables and stuff. And people are looking and we're taking our clothes off. And it's cold and it's raining. And it just feels weird. And then they came to sign the waiver afterwards. And um, the nice lady that brought the waiver to me says, oh, by the way, can you just double check and confirm what the date is and I go it's April 1st she goes what did you say I said it's April and I go oh my god you're joking and out of nowhere comes Taylor Graham and Roger Levesque and all the guys come burst out laughing they'd been there the whole time watching us so the veterans had set up the photo shoot 
completely set us up. The pictures are still out there. And Taylor texted to me every now and then just to remind me. Um, so that's what happened. Uh, it was a really, really fun time. We'll get those photos out on social media um, to you. And yeah, it was just was a really, really fun thing to do. And I, I never fell for it again. That's the one time I was got on April 1st. But I was a rookie, so I forgave them for that. But yes, Telegram still does send me um, nice periodic reminders of that. So thank you for that. As always, thanks for listening. Um, wherever you get your podcasts, like, comment, subscribe. We really, really appreciate the support. And we'll be back next week again. And it should be the full crew, myself, Brad, and Keely back in Seattle. And hopefully celebrating three points on the game today. Um, enjoy the game. That was perfect. Amazing. Perfect. That was a great yeah, shot to I do it.